everybody welcome to episode 7 of we question everything i am one of your hosts anthony biondo sitting alongside the man with the plan the motherfucking ceo james foot how are you doing what's going on biondo how you doing tonight i'm doing well uh just having a few beers just so after the work day this is probably the latest podcast we've done so i think it it opens up a whole new world of excitement yeah this is um super in my wheelhouse here more of a more of a night owl yeah, yeah, no, me too. I'm I'm always down for a late uh, late night podcast, you know, and anything can happen, but Max is the old man. Yeah, well, he's got some stuff to take care of, you know? He's got nothing to take care of. No? It's all, he's all full of shit. We, bro, this this hurricane's coming for us. No, I, I saw that. Like kind of licking. Yeah, get your <laughs> sandbags, because it's coming. Like... Well, the worst weekend too. It's like college football opening weekend. So, but but isn't it still just a tropical storm? Is it even a tropical storm yet? Yeah, I don't. It's even just know. I, I I was like looking at the map and I was like, eh, it's a tropical storm, and my mom's not complaining, so it must be good. No, it's the end of hurricane season, and it's the first legitimate like threat, if you can even call it that. It's just like you know, little activity. Us Floridians, we gotta like go all crazy about it. No, yeah. Um, I guess after dealing with tornadoes, uh, nothing really scares me anymore. So, yeah, uh, you're in you're in tornado alley, dude. Oh my god, it's it is it is the scariest fucking thing I've ever been a part of in my life, and I, it's the biggest reason why I don't want to live here. The biggest reason you're not. I can deal with the hillbillies. I can deal with the the Christians, but. Tornadoes. You're not um. You're not cool with like two and a half seconds notice on a uh, life changing weather phenomenon. Uh, no, can't say uh, I'm yeah. okay with that whatsoever. I gotcha. Yeah. So um, just so for the listeners, Max may or may not jump in halfway through. We're trying to convince him to grab a beer and get on with us. As you just heard, he's uh, dealing with a potential tropical storm hitting the. The Florida Tampa area, so we'll see if he makes it. If he does, cool. If not, oh well. We've been here before. Yep. If we just need two thirds of us, really, at this point. And, and arguably, I think our episode was better. <laughs> I can't say all that, but <laughs> you know. Now, so just so you know, we have five stories. Today. Whoa. Five news articles and uh. I feel like they're good. I feel like Max is really going to miss out on this one. Well, so we can we can recap next week. No, yeah, no, I'm sure he'll listen, and we'll kind of go from there. So, uh, store uh, new story number one for fast news. <laughs> <laughs> yes, never let that die. I will never, never. It's going to the grave. I, when I die, I want that on my grave. We'll do that. We'll just pull up clips of the. We'll pull up clips of the, uh, you know, podcasts, and we'll just play that like as we're throwing dirt on your casket in the ground, and then you know, here lies Anthony Biondo. Pew 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 pew, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh God, morbid. All right. So, number one, 
Amazing old man disguise helped 31-year-old fugitive evade cops for months. Miller, 31, of Highness, Massachusetts, also known as Shiz, according to the court records, was arrested last week in South Yarmouth, Massachusetts. On April, indictment accusing him and several other people of heroin possession with intent to distribute. Federal prosecutors said agents didn't arrest the old man who walked out of the home of Miller's mom, which they'd been staking out for weeks until an alert officer noticed something suspicious with his eyes and about the fact that he was toting $10,000 in cash. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Have you seen the videos of like Kyrie Irving showing up at like the pickup basketball court, like oh, yeah. dressed up it's as an old best. man? And he just goes fucking crazy on him. That's 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 what I can. That's what I'm thinking of here. It, it's honestly, uh, it is the you know Johnny Knoxville from when he does the Jackass movie. Oh, when he dresses up as the old yep. man. That's exactly what the mask looks. Is it really? Oh yeah, and it's amazing because you kind of start questioning how fucking dumb the cops are, especially when the guy's name is Shiz. <laughs> and you think that they would have had the research to know the the evidence to know that there was an old man in the house prior. Hmm. You know, like that. It says weeks, weeks until they can figure that out. That's, I mean. Good for him. I mean, because I mean, <laughs> good for good for a murderer, heroin dealer. Yeah. Do you say did he murder too? I think I don't think he okay. did, but I think in this, when you look at the article, I think the crew he was rolling with, there was a few murderers in that. Crew. Well, I mean, points for creativity here. Like, obviously, <laughs> scum of the earth and blah blah blah, whatever. But, um, like, he he earned some he earned some time. Uh, Outside in the real world, you know, he got he, oh, he ended up got he got popped though, right? And he's oh yeah, he's he got caught. He's in jail. Okay. Um, yeah, well, and I think he and then he ended up being a rat and got all the fucking of course, his crew of course. So states have, but I just read it and the picture is just great. So listeners, when you see this on the website, you will shit yourself when you see this picture. That's funny because you know, like that's like the one thing that. You know, I'm sure a lot of law enforcement officers might have some issues with, like personal issues with, is like, is that old guy, like, is he doing something wrong? Am I going to have to, like, arrest an old dude, like, you know, on the surface? Like, I, oh, yeah. Like, I might break, I can't, I can't take an 80 year old guy to jail, you know? So they're like, (laughs) all right, old dude, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Fuck me, he's a whole heroin dealer. Like, you know, that's smart. It's just, yeah, no, I, and you know what, like you said, props, he got away with it. And, um, yeah, I mean, fuck. I'm glad he's doing his time <laughs> though. That's wrong. No, heroin's yeah, bad. He definitely got caught. So, um, the, uh, news number two, and this one I was really hoping Max would be here for, but at the same time, I think, I think it's, Pretty interesting, and, and this one's a little longer, so I'm just gonna have to bear with me for a second. Yeah, do it. Um, so it says, and, and this one I think hits close to me being a New Yorker. Um, so number two, uh, Rudy Giuliani has saved more black lives than Beyonce, says Rudy Giuliani. The unquestionable highlight of Sunday's night's MTV View Video Music Awards 
was a fire-starting performance from Beyonce. In it, the singer belted out nearly half of her critically acclaimed album Lemonade, Custom draws the drop with her choreography and added a dollop of social commentary to an otherwise vapid night. The performance, particularly, uh, particularly the part when her dancers simulated being shot down while dressed as angels, was a rousing critical success, which naturally led people to applaud. People, that is, not named Rudy Giuliani. The former mayor of New York City ripped a performance on Fox and Friends Monday morning, calling it a shame. As Political Reports morning host, uh, played a uh, partial clip of the performance and asked Giuliani what he thought of the powerful symbolism throughout, uh, namely, the thought of cops killing black individuals. He says, you're asking the wrong person. He touted his family's ties with the law enforcement by mentioning his five uncles, two cousins, were police officers, one whom died in the line of duty. Giuliani continued, I ran the largest and best police department in the world, the New York City Police Department, and I saved more black lives than any other of those people who who saw on stage by reducing crime and particularly homicide by 75%. Giuliani estimates that his police has saved 4,000 4, or 5,000 young African-Americans over the last 35 years, and then they kind of put like a satire thing at the end saying, but he couldn't remember um, 9-11 happened or something like something stupid. Yeah, I remember that. He, yeah. Um, that was tough, but whatever. Yeah, I mean... But, so, I kind of want your thoughts on this. Like, this one feels pretty loaded, and, uh, you know, I'm just curious, you know. I, I think it's a pretty cool topic. Uh, I think, you know, my in my belief, uh, one, I fucking hate Beyonce, so this just kind of opens up a whole realm for me. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I do wish Max was here, because this kind of goes in the category for me of, like, I don't care like so much of that like, the older I get and the more shit I see I'm just like you guys are just talking like you're just talking oh, what yeah. are we talking about here like I, I don't know like I, I understand and you see it now like with how, how you know divided it seems the country is or how opinionated the country is on a lot of topics like this lately like everyone's got something to say and i'm like well fucking do something about it like a facebook post or a you know going on tv and saying something like i don't i don't particularly care like if you you know actions speak louder than words if you've done something that you know warrants some praise or whatever good for you that's fantastic but like i I could care less I, i i really could and I know Beyonce's tried to, you know, make some statements and, and things like that with, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show, like the message behind it and everything. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. It was all right. Prince was better. <laughs> so I'm over Beyonce in every way possible. Every way. I'm tired of. I'm tired of how. E- e- I'm really tired of every girl who just got broken up with using hashtag lemonade. I'm done with that. (laughs) So that's number one. Like, I can, every time I see that, I want to fucking comment and go, where's your stand? How much is it? That's all I want to write. (laughs) Because they're going to be too dumb. Whoever that, And that's the problem. It's the people that are doing it. And I, I know a lot of smart women. And I'm, I, and, but the people who do it, it's like, come on. 
Yeah. Let's just stop. I don't care. Great. You like lemonade. I get it. <laughs> it's a fantastic drink during the summer. I'm actually Put some ice cubes. I'm actually drinking some lemonade right now. Are you drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade? Because you're no. I'm drinking a Budweiser and Herbert's <laughs> Lemonade, Raspberry Lemonade. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at the uh, at the grocery store. But moving on to important important <laughs> matters. No, and so like it. I sit there and I do understand that Giuliani has like he made that one mistake, but it's also like the guy really did clean up New York City. He probably really did save a bunch of lives. He cleaned like Times Square prior to Giuliani was like a mob, like a mob infested area, pores everywhere. Like it was not what you see on TV today. Yeah. Like when you watch me, like, and he cleaned it up. Oh, for sure. And I, and I can tell you that I don't know if Bloomberg could have done what Giuliani did during 9-11. I, I think very few people could. And so I sit there and, and I get that we have these social issues in our country and there's these problems, but it's like the, the VMAs should be innocent. Yeah. I mean, they used to, and I get, and, and, and you, and that's, it's once again, it's right in the middle. It's like, it's cool that there is a forum. Now you're trying to teach little kids, but the reality is they're little kids. Yeah. Show some tits, <laughs> dance on stage. Make some penis jokes and let's move on. Bring back Chris Rock. That's all I'm gonna say. No, those were the days. Um, yeah, the VMAs used to be somewhat entertaining. Now it's like just getting stuff shoved down your throat. I mean, I haven't watched it in years. Honestly, last one I remember is like '99 when like living in Orlando and then every performer on stage that night was like some Orlando creation, like the Backstreet Boys and. Britney Spears and you know the good old days when music was good <laughs> that was sarcasm yes sarcasm yeah. here we go here we go second beer on the podcast go. good for you sorry excuse me I'm pouring this what are you drinking so, what are you uh, drinking over there uh it's a it's a fancier beer oh never heard of them it's, um it's a left do you ever hear of left it's a, no. a blonde Belgian beer uh, shout out to Jr. He was just down here, and he bought us a bunch of fancy ass beers put in the house because he didn't like uh, the the Coors Light Bush Light combination that was going on here. Yes. Yeah, so he bought a he bought us a bunch of Ho Gardens and Lefts. Nice. So Ho Gardens legit. It's delicious. Oh yeah, it's it's like a Ho Garden. It's a little bit better. And then he then he taught me about like my sister bought me these uh, fancy beer glasses. And he taught me how which class is meant for which type of beer. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can, I can get down a little bit. There you go. That's uh, what I'm doing. Nice. I'm drinking a Budweiser out of a can. It says America. Well, it's the best fucking country in the goddamn world. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Struggling be. right now. I don't know. I've never been anywhere else, so... I mean, I've been to islands, and they're not that cool. I mean, I think we... I mean, they're cool, but... I, I think we can admit that we we essentially won the lottery by being born white in this country. I mean... Oh, yeah. We... I'll, I'll never talk about 
how shitty my life is or oppression or anything like that. Like, you know, thank you, Budweiser, for reminding me of these things. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to the beer of America. Yeah. So, it actually... Yeah, no, I forgot. Oh, well. We'll come back. I had something. I had something. Yeah, could have been great. Well, we're—I feel like everything we say, we're just flirting with Colin Kaepernick right now. Oh, okay, so you know what? Fuck. I, it. <laughs> we're, we're getting uh So that's actually the the fourth story. So I'll, I'll switch around. Since since we want to get there, I can tell we're both. Uh, so once again, I geared this for you and Max. Yep. But it, it's not our podcast if we don't bring up Donald Trump at least once. Okay. So, uh, it says Trump advises Kaepernick to find another country. Donald Trump said San Francisco's 49ers quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, sit down to protest during the national anthem was terrible and advised the NFL player to consider where his loyalties lie. I think it's a terrible thing, and you know, maybe he should find a country that works better for him, said Trump. Then he later said, let him try. It won't happen. And this was response to uh, Colin Kaepernick's, uh, when he was interviewed by the NFL media, he said I'm not going to stand up and show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Kaepernick said in an interview with NFL Media afterwards, to me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street, and people are getting paid uh, leave, or people are getting paid leave and getting away with murder. So, here we go. Yep. Let's let's take the gloves off. <clears throat> okay. Um. You want to go? You want to give your take? No, no, you okay. go. I feel like you. I feel like you got the ammo ready. Well, you loaded the gun. Yeah. So, all right. Um, like I'm glad he didn't stand up for the national anthem because then, like, I know it's kind of like I wish some people would, you know, advertise a little bit more their stance on things just so I know to like not get involved with them not support their business. You know what I mean? Like if there's, uh, there's plenty of scumbags I spend money with, I'm sure like, you don't know the guy that owns the the corner store, what, what's, you know, his beliefs are. That's kind of nice, but but before I just tangent way too far here, like, here's my thing. Okay. The, it is like, to me, I'm no matter how shitty I think things are or, how bad I think it is in America, I'm never going to sit down for the national anthem. Okay? That's me. That's my prerogative. Now, the the hypocrisy of it all to me is, like, he has the right to sit down for this. He doesn't have to stand up to support the national anthem. And I could give two shits because I'm going to do it, and I see other people doing it, and it's, yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. But guess what? Like, all these, like... You know, today, today was an election day or, you know, the day to vote um, here in Florida. We had our primary election today for everything outside of the president. OK, the right to vote. Fantastic. Right. Don't have to do it. But I think you're wasting one of the most valuable, valuable um, rights there are on the face of planet Earth. OK. Yes, people fought and died for our country to create what it is, to create what it is now. But that First Amendment is so goddamn amazing, it's unreal. I mean, look, look what we're doing right now. I mean, a couple of dudes who are recording stuff, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to get it out there. We're going to share it with people. We're going to distribute it. There's a lot of places 
that you can't do that or you couldn't do that in the past. We have such an amazing place where, you know what, we can do really what we want to do and support what we want to support. Like, good for him. Like, if he doesn't want to stand up, all right, fine. I think maybe he's a little misguided on what he's trying to accomplish, especially wearing a shirt with Fidel Castro um, in a press conference afterwards. But I, good. Do it. I don't care. I don't care. You, you might not have a job on Monday anyway, so, you know, think wisely here. Speak wisely. But... That's my my take on it. No, and um, so when it first happened, I didn't care because it was kind of like the Olympic gymnast, where it's like, oh well, like it's his right, doesn't have to. Yeah, whatever. Then it's kind of like, kind of like Trump putting his fucking foot in his mouth. Yeah. Then he has to go out and just say something. And, and, good for him he, he opened up his mouth but now he's gonna deal with whatever happens and i hate to say it the reality is he'll he'll get cut and there's gonna be like the oakland raiders who pick him up like someone's gonna take him it doesn't fucking matter it will this is a big deal like i was telling max two podcasts ago it's a big deal now in two months it's not a big deal he'll be playing yeah, somewhere. No, might not be on the Florida. I think. Yeah, I think he's he's a couple of weeks from signing with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Or we saw Teddy Bridgewater like blew out his knee today in practice. I, I but didn't. but you know that's that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, and I think it's and I think it's when Trump does these things, he gains people's respect. Well, he's got a because Hillary. You got a pander because Hillary's not saying anything. No. Like he's going to say something, and the people who are like from South Park, where it's like, those are the people. That it's and they're like, yeah, fuck Colin. Like, like my dad is the biggest. If by the way, you know my dad. If you want to friend him on Facebook, it's fucking hysterical. He has an opinion on everything, and it's so fucking Republican, and it's hysterical. And I don't ever like bust his balls, but if you need a good laugh for the day. Just, just follow Papa Jim. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know he was on Facebook. Oh, he's on all these years. Hang on, <laughs> we're going right now. Quick login and, and, here. But and and it always it, like right now it's all politics. But then it will when the Yankees are like because the Yankees suck now. So he doesn't say anything. But when the Yankees are good, it's always posting about the Yankees. Always posting about the Giants. And then now it's politics. So now it's it, it's fuck Hillary. You know, like. I'm pretty sure he's a Trump guy, based on all the posts. Yeah. But it, it is just great. That's funny. Friend request sent. I don't think anything's private either, so you're probably good to go. I don't think he knows how to do that. Yeah. We'll keep an eye <laughs> out. Um, so. Yeah, like, I, I hope I... So we didn't really plan on talking about this. Quite frankly, I don't know what we have planned to talk about tonight. I'll just kind of shoot from the hip. Like... I hope that my <laughs> message came across the right way. Like the beauty did. of this whole fucking place is that, you know, we're not going to get thrown in jail for not, you know, standing for the, for the national anthem, not saying the pledge of allegiance. Like, while that's not something I'm ever going to do, because I do think that there's a certain level of disrespect to it. Like he's allowed to do it. All right. Good for you. Like you do your thing, man. You do your thing. And I, I really wish that we could 
you know, it's it's a, a, a oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Jesus Christ, uh, you know, peaceful protest. Okay, and there's a lot, a lot of good things came out of that over the years. You know, there's that's kind of a bedrock of you know the the 20th century. You know, things that went on um, in our country, like. And while he might just be completely misguided and, and in my opinion, you know, going about things the wrong way, hell, you know what? I don't even, I don't even know if this was planned or if he was like texting someone and didn't realize that the fucking national anthem was going on. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to take a stance on it this way. He didn't make a, a scene of it. Everyone else turned it into something. And listen, I, like I said, never something that I'm going to do. But, you know, he didn't break a law. He's right. good. Yeah. And I, I wish we could just chill the fuck out because I'm never going to meet Colin Kaepernick. I'm never going to talk to him about it. I don't really care. And I don't want to get into the, oh, well, he makes so much money in this country and he's adopted by white parents and he doesn't know anything about oppression. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. We don't know. And whatever. But, but the reality is he's not saying he's oppressed. Correct. He's saying there are black people. And that's where people don't get it. He's he's not saying he's had a bad life. He's not saying he said there's just people who are being oppressed that are African American or black. Yeah, that and, and he's you know he, I think when you look at it from the other side, he knows his power of being a, a an athlete. I mean, it, it's almost think about how many people are talking about when fucking. Uh, who was it? The the Clippers wore their shirts inside out. Yeah, because Donald with Donald Sterling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is anyone talking about that anymore? No, no. So guess what? Two months from now, we'll be over it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, <laughs> let's let's get this uh, let's get this place back to you know everyone standing because they want to, not because they feel like they have to. You know, no. And, and honestly, it's uh. I believe if we didn't have social media, this we'd all be safe. We'd all be enjoying. Like, to give you an idea, like, kind of talking about, like, because I truly believe the issues with social media. Because if we didn't have Twitter, Facebook, this wouldn't have been blown up as quickly. No. And even it, even it on TV, it still wouldn't have been blown up that quickly. So, you know, I work for a college, and they were saying, um... And this is like how fucking nuts this is. They, uh, so the freshman incoming class, they uh, started like a Facebook group for all the incoming freshmen. And what happened was, one of them said, "Let's go on group me." And all those incoming freshmen joined this group me, and they were posting all of their like acceptance and scholarship letters. So then the kids were sharing this information, and kids who had better grades could see that the kid who didn't have good grades. Was getting more money than that. <laughs> wow. And so now we were losing kids at the college because of this. And we tried to say, well, we'll have a Facebook group to try to control it. But then these kids were just like, nope. No. And that's the problem. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if one day we'll figure out how to use all this stuff for good. I'm but confident. Honestly, probably not. Because there will always be things that show up. And it, it kind of... Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me being pessimistic on all of it. Yeah, probably. 
Let's think, you know, glass half full. Exactly. My let's, my beer is half empty, though. Oh, no. I'm sitting here going, hmm, gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta pace this out. So, all right. So, moving on to something that I think is uh, cooler and a little positive. Uh, I love space. I'm a big space guy, so the story uh, really appealed to me. So, it says, uh, NASA's latest mission will attempt to land on an asteroid and bring a piece home. It says, Earth lives in the middle of a shooting gallery. We're surrounded by thousands of asteroids that live close to our planet. While we don't know of any imminent threat to humanity, as of now, history shows that eventually something big will hit us. Just ask the dinosaurs. On September 8th, if all goes according to plan, an SUV-sized spacecraft will blast off uh, in its mission to potentially hazardous nearby asteroid called Bennu. Uh, one important goal of OSIRIS-REx um, is to help scientists better predict the path of these small rocky bodies as they careen through the solar system. So... I thought it was pretty cool that we are now attempting to land on an asteroid, and not only just land on it, bring it back so we can see what it's made out of. And, and there was a bunch of cool space stories, and, but I, I thought this was kind of cool because it's different. Um, yeah, I mean it's Armageddon almost, but with you know, <laughs> that's exactly- I mean, like that's that's what you have to think of, right? Like, holy shit, we're gonna go land on an asteroid. And it's this one's not going to kill us, so let's go like check it out, so that we can send Bruce Willis up in the future if we're in some shit and really know what we're getting into, right? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I agree. It's and, pretty cool. Um, talking about Armageddon, kind of started me think. <laughs> it only got a thirty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so disappointing. It was a good movie. I, I don't know. I will stand by. That was a good movie. I mean, Liv Tyler was in it, so I'm watching ben it. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Batman. I've, yes, I, that's what I think of. Ben Affleck, Batman. Think think about it. Ben Affleck, Batman, saved the Earth. So did... um. Oh, I don't even remember his name. Steve Buscemi? No, he, the, the bank robber he, from the town. That's Ben Affleck. I don't know. What was his name in the movie? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't Some again. Boston-y, Irish-y yeah, name. Yeah, fucking Southie. <laughs> what a good movie. I know. That's a good movie, too. How funny it would have been. That got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. I Google the every town. single thing that we talk about on this show, <laughs> like, right away. The town was but good. Funny would have... I agree. Who would have thought it was a I love, love story? <laughs> fucking orange buried in the dirt. See you in Florida, babe. God, <laughs> fucking the town. I dig it. I almost wish that in Armageddon. I'm sorry. How funny would it have been <clears throat> if they get up there? They're trying to do all the stuff. Bruce Willis kill you know dies, but they fucked up the trajectory point. They're like, ah shit. Like they get back. They're like looking at it. It wasn't even going to come close. <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. That's They're just like, uh, well, we report uh, Captain Dick up there saved us from nothing. From nothing. All right, guys. And then Steve Buscemi's got a nuclear between his crotch. <laughs> but, uh, we've lost all fucking control. Yep. That, <sighs> that movie is almost you- 20 years old. Holy shit. Yep. Do you actually, uh, 
talking about space movies. Did you see the new Independence Day? No, boycott, hard boycott. Ooh, ooh, I pirated mm. it. Now. Like I, no, it is so bad. I, yep, <laughs> I didn't need you to tell me that. <laughs> like so bad. So I was like listening to one podcast and they were going off on it and they seriously spent forty five minutes just blasting it. And I get it. I sat there and I was like, huh. Huh. That's all. Like, I, I yeah. God. That, what, what do you think you got on Rotten Tomatoes? A two. No, it did surprisingly well. Almost. What again? 32. You know why? Because there's a fucking painting of Will Smith in the White House. Uh, That's why. I knew there had to be like an ode to him in there somewhere. Oh, <clears throat> his son's in it. Oh, that's right. Not, not Will Smith's son. His, but like, yeah, the kid plays. Yeah, yeah. And really, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I didn't think he could get worse. I mean, he's the king of trying to keep a movie franchise going. But they said it the best in the podcast I listened to. It was Jeff Goldblum playing Jeff Goldblum, not realizing he was playing Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> And what a weird cat, dude. Uh, oh my god. Uh, uh, so uh, I will uh, sell apartments at uh, apartments.com. This is uh, the future. And uh, Why is he wearing a headset in that commercial? Uh, there's a T-Rex yep. and a 3-2 over Miami Beach. <laughs> Look at the water. Look at the water. Uh, 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 my David... My David, you know, uh, keep going. The guy, no. the guy from oh, I could, I do, I could, I could Jeff Goldblum at the rest of this fucking podcast. That uh, uh, did you know that uh, foreign hacker is still up to two hundred thousand voters? Information. <laughs> uh, FBI just figured that out. I don't get it. Is this the next news story? The water. Yeah, no, it's the next news story. <laughs> Uh, but you would never know because uh, no. Jeff Goldblum was doing it. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, foreign hacker stole up to two hundred thousand voters' information. FBI says. So pretty much it goes on, and they got it from two states in Arizona, Illinois, and uh, it, it just continues. They're saying uh, they got all the information, and it says if there was any doubt that this confirms that we need to take all necessary steps to secure our uh, election infrastructure said Lawrence, whoever of whatever, uh, at the same time, support note that attack the attacks on these kinds of databases should have no impact at all in our election. And I already see, I see it as if I can see into the future, someone's going to lose, and this is going to be the big deal. Yeah. That information was hacked, that it was either Hillary or Donald, and they were getting uh, uh, the information <laughs> to uh, win the election. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, it's funny because, like, you read it and the FBI is trying not to make a big deal of it. But really, it's one of those stories where they had to say something. But I'm telling you, this is coming back. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to know, like, it's like, all right, we're down to two. Which one's going to get it? Even though Gary Johnson, let's go, man. Um, like this, it feels like it, it's kind of like the calm before the storm now. Like all this shit for the last couple of years has been nothing. Like let's just wait. 
and there's going to be a, you know, there's going to be a recount. There's going to be a whole bunch of crap. I mean, but you know, it's, it's just really interesting how like hacking has had, you know, that's been such a big word in the, you know, the political, um, you know, deal going on the political theater this whole year. Shit's getting hacked left and right. Like what the fuck? Like, can we hire these people? Can we find them and like hire them to, uh, you know, make sure that all this awesome information that's out there just can't get taken away. I mean, no, and, and I'm just like, I sat there and I read it. I'm just like, come on, like, I get it. It's probably how have we? How does hap, how does Apple not get hacked, but everyone else does? Hmm. And I could be wrong. I'm sure Apple has got hacked once in a while, but it seems like. Rarely. Yeah. I don't. How about we hire Apple? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, God. Yeah. I mean, well, we had. I mean, we had something today, like two polling places here in the Orlando area. You know, like I said, it was a primary day for us, and an hour in this morning, they're like, "Oh." 10% of voters, uh, there's a there's a glitch in the system. You know, 10% of the voters are showing as having already voted when they haven't even shown up yet. I'm like, oh, that's fucking fantastic. Great. I love when people are like, you know, we need to just put voting online. More people will do it. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if more people will do it. I might get more votes. There's probably one person doing it, two people doing it. You know, we're just gonna hire hack the this, Koreans. hack that, hack that. All right, hey guys, we'll hire people. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's like uh, all the so side tangent talking about hackers and how this would play out. It reminds me of uh, back when I was in college. Played a lot of this uh, game called World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, almost lost a relationship because. Of yeah. So, uh, but you could pay little Chinese and Korean kids to level your person up. So what do you think would happen with if we had our uh, voting online? A little Korean boy named Ping Pong the third <laughs> will be uh, voting. Ping Pong the third, Jesus Christ. Half of America. Oh. That's racist, I'm it's, sorry. It's a little racist, but... It was better than King Jong Un. <laughs> How's that beer, buddy? I need a refill to deal with you. It's good. I mean, if you want to go uh, refill, I'll just do Jeff Goldblum and kill a couple minutes. Nope. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to everybody. <laughs> Downloaded this podcast. I got you guys. Uh, I got you. I think people would enjoy it. Mm. They might, if now, if you could do Christopher Walken, which is something I've been working on for years and I've not gotten any better at it. That, no, I can't. Oh, That's one I cannot. God, you know, every time I watch uh, Wedding Crashers, I'm just obsessed. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> Todd, <laughs> John, let me know. Sailor, good man. I can't even get close. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, I, I, I like it. It's every, you know, that's bad. Every now and then. No, I, I'm telling you, it was pretty good. It's no Kevin Spacey, but <laughs> that man is a freak. 
I've never seen him do walking. Is it that good? Kevin Spacey, like Kevin Spacey, like became who he is because of impressions. You have to you hop on YouTube, look really? up Kevin Spacey impressions. It's unreal. I, I didn't know. That. Oh my god! Yeah, his walking is spot on. That's awesome. You gotta uh, look up the the game over Greggy. Like I was telling you, those guys. Mm-hmm. They have this guy Troy Baker. He's a voice actor. Like he does all like the big video games. They had him on, and he was doing walking, and it's awesome. They had him on once, and uh, Michael Rosenbaum. I don't know if you know who he is. He used to be in like Smallville, and then he did a few other things. Okay. He could do the the Gatorade guy, like uh, from like when you used to watch ESP in the morning. It was like brought to you by Gatorade. Oh yes, yeah. he could do that. I guess still on there. He could do it, like. But I'm saying this actor would do it, and it was awesome. Damn, like I was dying. I like that. So there's something about someone speaking like somebody else that just entertains me so much. Oh yeah, it's great. All right, so last story. Last we'll one. Wrap this shithole up. <laughs> so this one's great. Uh, KFC's new sunscreen smells of fried chicken and desperation. Oh dear Jesus! I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> the fuck? KFC's intent on creating the biggest story in fast food this year by rebranding the tired old Colonel in a process they've dubbed re-kernelization. <laughs> Who took over this company? Like. I love it. I want to have a beer with them. Like, so what the fuck are you thinking? (laughs) Let's talk about this. The fuck are you thinking? (laughs) Let's have two kernels. One, we're going to make Norm McDonald. And then we're going to bring in this other guy. And we're going to have two commercials running. And you're going to sit there every day and go, wait, wait. The kernel changed. Not just once. Two times. Yeah. Like, that's what I did. Yeah, I literally sat there and I was like, "Oh, cool, they got a new guy." And I was like, looking at him, like another commercial. I'm like, that fucking Norm McDonald. Yeah, and they Daryl, the Daryl Hammond. Yeah, that's great. I I hope they just rotate. I th- I think that's Different what curls. I thought that's what they were going for. And then with uh, what's his name now, who I called like the way wrong name, like on our second episode or whatever. Um, like the extra crispy girl. <laughs> he's sitting there in the chair. He's trying to tan with his rotating bucket of chicken. And uh, now they're making sunscreen to like support this kernel. Like that's commitment right there. I hope they bring Danny Glover to be the kernel for one. Yo, I, yeah, that would be good. But it'd be so funny. And they don't acknowledge it. He just shows up. And he's sitting there. And he looks like he does a lethal weapon. And he just goes through, and he's the colonel, and he just ends with, he just gets up out of the chair, throws the bucket on the floor, he goes, I'm too old for this shit. He just walks off. That would and be that's good. that's commercial. That would be good. My my personal oh. vote, though, I mean, <laughs> walking, man. Let's get Christopher walking in there, <laughs> and that'll crush it. Their sales are going to go through the roof. Uh, you know, you just, it's, it's going to cost a little bit of money, and you got to understand, that's okay. Because it's going to, your return on investment there is going to be good. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. What if they did competing kernels and they would put two? Like, you know how they have epic uh, rap battles of history? Yes. But they did him walking 
and Jeff Goldblum. And they were standing side by side. But Jeff Goldblum doesn't know how to do the colonel. So he's just being Jeff Goldblum going, uh, uh, get the, the bath, uh, bucket, uh, extra crispy, and, uh, mashed potatoes, and, uh, mac and cheese with potato. See, and I feel so uncomfortable thinking about KFC right now. <laughs> he, that, he fucking makes me uncomfortable. So then you have Walken, who's doing Walken from Pulp Fiction, when he's like, uh, I can't remember what he says. I know, I'm calling now. And he just tells him, where he's like, your father stuck this watch up his ass. Dude, that's, uh, your cadence is good. Your cadence is good. Keep- I got the can't, I can't do the voice, but. No one can do the voice. Yeah. No, it's just straight walking all the time. God, I'm going to watch walking impressions after this for like an hour. Oh, so am I. <laughs> yeah. So, continuing on. So, pretty much, they make this uh, sunscreen, and they made 3,000 tubes. It was SPF 30, so they actually did promote it, but it uh, smelled like fried chicken, and they said it touted the extra crispy lifestyle. What does that mean? And you can no longer get it. You take that money... <laughs> You write a check to Christopher Walken. Good business choice. Fucking sunscreen. Are we kidding? It smells like fried chicken. I mean, you wear like, oh, it, oh. Is it real? Did you buy it or they give it away? What's going on with it? I think I think you they gave it away. I think if I, I think you just went to like their website and they were just handing it out. Like it doesn't. Because yeah. I only take like parts of it, so they, it says they created a fried chicken scented sunscreen and gave it away for free. So, all right, I'm sure it was either online or maybe in the stores. I mean, if there's any sunscreen out there that like gives you cancer, it's that one. It, it's funny. This reminds me. So I've been on this uh, Seinfeld binge, and um, I was just watching the episode where Kramer is trying to sell the cologne that smells like beaches. Mm. And he's going up to the guy, and the guy's like, that's a terrible idea. He's like, people shower as soon as they get home from the beach. They don't just sit around, because it smells like he's like, salt, dead fish. Mm -hmm. But it's funny, because it just, it sounds like a good idea. It's like, we're going to make sunscreen that smells like fried chicken. That sounds like a good idea. Ignore that. God damn it. (laughs) That's bad. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. But but you know what though? It's the it's it's the same thing as the Whopperita. People are going to take pictures with them with fried chicken scented sunscreen, and it's going to create business. And you're going to go to fried chick, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken because you saw your dumb friend post something on Instagram. Yeah, it was probably short lived though. Like it, by the time this goes out, it's probably already old news. I'm telling wow. you, you got to fucking you just get Christopher Walken as an ex colonel. Let's move on from this. Everyone's uh, it's you know what everyone's talking about it now. Everyone wants walking. <laughs> I promise. Since this started, you know since this for tape the, delay has started, everyone wants walking now. Some odd listeners that consistently there. There's that many. Walking KFC. Walking KFC. I'm just gonna tweet that right now. Like or walking. Um, walking for Colonel. Walk. Oh, no, no, no. Google these like colonelization. Mm. I like walking KFC. Walking KFC or walking for Colonel. You know how we have like Trump for president or yeah. for president. Just people are not going to spell Colonel right. It's going to be a whole thing. 
So just go with uh, Walking KFC. Boom. Tweeted. Done. If you listen to the show, find me at James C. Foot with an E on the end of my last name there. And then um, favorite or retweet or whatever. I just, I need proof that people actually listen to us because then I'll start trying. So, we'll start the revolution. We will. Walking KFC. So are you ready for nope. topic of the show? All right. So <laughs> topic. I'm boycotting it now. Just just out. Yeah. <laughs> just cut the feet. We're done. Mm-hmm. Just walk away. Uh, no. So I'm walking out of here. I'm walking for KFC. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's let's move this along. <laughs> it's so bad right now. <laughs> I bet you it's great. I bet you. Yeah. It's funny. Is I think the ones that we think are the worst when we record it, I listen to it, and I'm always like, this is actually really funny. I think it's just because it's because it has more of the feel of just two good, fr- two to three good friends sitting there hanging. And I think that's the big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. If I feel like it sucks, I don't listen to it and just go, all right, let's get better next time. <laughs> you know what's funny is the the one where we thought it was just us. Yeah. I had more people say how funny that one was. Those were our dogs were barking and shit, right? Yep. Yeah. Dogs were barking. We were role-playing frog farming. No, frog farming. Fucking right. Let's go. So my topic, or the topic <clears throat> of the show is things that are like comfort, like comfort food. Or, like, something that you just kind of always go back to when you have a bad day. Um, or just, I guess, something that just kind of brings you back. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for sure. So, I'll start if you want. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I really thought about it. And there are a few things. There's two to three things that I kind of always gravitate towards back. Or gravitate towards back towards. Back toward. Um and one of them is I absolutely love the love how I met your mother. I have seriously plowed through that season six times already. Yeah. And it's just because like at night I'll put it on and I watch two to three episodes, I might fall asleep all the time. But it's one of those where it's like, I get this. Yeah. And it just makes me feel good like You get to check out a little feel- bit. And just Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. So like that's like one of those things. Um, I put uh, Grand Theft Auto, like the video game. For whatever reason, that game just feels natural to me. Mm-hmm. Just It's a cool story. reminds me of a movie. And it's just the freedom to do whatever, whenever I want, however I want. And to me, that's a comfort. Like, I, I don't know. Like So right now, like me and Max were texting last night. We were talking about video games. And we, I was just saying, I was like, dude, like, I have nothing to play. Like, I want to play something. And he's like, isn't it sad that we keep going back to old games? Because we don't know what to do. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It's like, it makes sense. And that's me going back to Grand Theft Auto. Me going back to other games. Like, I started playing Mega Man. Like, I, I bought the collection. It's like Mega Man 1 through 6. Oh, that's awesome. Once again, still the hardest fucking game. Yeah. I don't know if I was going to get at it, but Mega Man, that's my guy right there. Oh, it's awesome. Best game. And then the last thing is Chinese food. That's my comfort food. That's your comfort That's, food? I have a bad day. Go. General Tso's, extra spicy, fried rice. Leave me the fuck up. There you go. You got any egg rolls, too? Of course. And crab raccoon. Mm. There you go. 
So, before we get to yours, I wanted. So this weekend, I'm out socializing. Get drunk. You animal. I feel like there's the drunk munchies. Everyone gets it. Of course. So everyone went to Waffle House. Mm. I didn't go to Waffle House. I went to McDonald's. Ooh. By myself. Just me. $19. Spent. Alright. Let's let's walk me through this. Big Mac meal. That's like eight bucks now. Large, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Large, so eight, nine, nine bucks. Take, take nine. Take nine right off. Mm-hmm. Uh, two sausage biscuits. Because breakfast all day. Mm. Right. God, savage breakfast and dinner together. Sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Hotcakes. Damn. Meal. Okay. Okay. And that brought me to roughly 18 chain. Damn. All gone. Eaten. Just, I was drunk, just plowing through watching South Park. Two o'clock in the morning. So you took it home? Oh, yeah. Drive through. I wasn't gonna embarrass myself sitting in fucking the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> it's hard to eat hotcakes in a car. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I don't know. I can imagine though. Dude, that's no a regrets. good haul. That's a it good was. haul. How many hotcakes you get? Three? Uh two. Uh, I think it was two. It was two and you get eggs and a sausage and a biscuit. Oh, a big breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my brother's go to. So pretty much, you get I had three sausage biscuits that night because mm. I put the sausage on the biscuit. I didn't think about that. Now, now that I'm recapping, <clears throat> should have fucking should have just gone. Well, I mean, that's no man. You you did what you had to do, and I respect I the hell mean. out of it. I mean, I respect the hell out of it. Alright, your comfort. Let's, let's go. Let's. So, yeah. No, so I'm thinking like, so for me, you know, barbecue is, you know, that's my life. That's, you know, that is my go-to. That is, come on home, foot. You, everything's going to be okay. Have some barbecue. Or, just, uh, it's Tuesday. Have some barbecue. You know, it's, I don't know if it's more of an addiction or a, uh, a comfort food. Um, but you know, like, you know, you had a, had a few too many the night before, you know, nothing better than, you know, some good soul food the next day, maybe two or three meals of it, even just super heavy, greasy, good old, you know, you know, shrimp and grits or chicken and waffles or you know lunch you're doing mac and cheese and collard greens and fried chicken and black eyed peas oh damn I'm hungry now um <laughs> but that's yeah that's home I mean I'm that's where I grew up and you know grew up in Virginia and North Carolina and that's that's my thing right there um but I totally like I totally relate with you on what you were talking about with how I met your mother and I don't know why this is I think because it was the first like TV show in my lifetime that I watched regularly, but like Friends, I can watch Friends all the time, any episode, any season, just throw it on, and that's like sit on the couch watching Friends. That's cool. I'm gonna laugh, so I'm gonna have a good time with it. Um, and then uh, yeah, I don't know what else were we talking about there. 
food and TV and stuff. Just like, yeah. Um, I'm sure there is more stuff. I mean, you know, like for me, there's nothing, nothing quite like a hammock by the beach. You know, I, I grew up on the, on the beach in North Carolina and had a hammock outside on the, on the porch there. And that's just not feeling so well or not doing so hot, or you just want to reminisce a little bit. Kind of, it's, it's my thing. So I'm a very, very sentimental person too. So, I, you know, certain memories draw me back to a lot of stuff, and I think that's really cool too. Like, I'm curious as to why like <clears throat> Chinese food is like your thing. Like, there's probably there, there's got to be something behind it, right? Like, early on, you. I just honestly, I just think, uh, I. It honestly probably boils down to because me and my dad are very close. Mm-hmm. And he likes Chinese, so it would almost be like any time, like my mom would go away, and it would just be me and my dad, and we both would always want Chinese. Yeah, like we both knew, like if my mom was home and we were all trying to figure out what to eat, my mom would always argue against Chinese. But for me and my dad, it was always, yeah, oh yeah, like we're either gonna get Chinese or we're gonna go. Like, I'll never forget when I was living in Orlando and there was a Japanese steakhouse called Yoji's. And one time we went, me and him, and we just went and got sushi and fried rice. That's it. There you go. And to me, I was like, this was awesome. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of one of those where it's like, I don't know if it just reminds me of better times or just, like I said, me and my dad are very, very close. So it just makes sense. That's funny because I know like when when Kelly when my girlfriend goes out of town like first thing like when we first started dating I'm like all right like I like a lot more food than she does like not like she does she eats chicken fingers for every meal but like there's there's stuff that I'm really into that she's not and um, so like, the first time she went out of town I'm like I'm gonna fucking go to Crystal she hates Crystal I'm gonna go get some crystals this is gonna be awesome so guess what happened Anthony I go to the drive through. I get some fucking combo with like four crystals and some fries. I come home, one fucking bite, and our night from Daytona came back to me. And I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. Like, I'd forgotten about it. And I, I'm, I still, like, I, I struggle, struggle really hard. There's something to be said for that, too. Like, you know, when you can't have, not like you can't, like, you're not allowed. But, like, I've, I see it all the time with food. Like, Kelly likes to eat places I don't. And I like to eat places she doesn't. And then forever apart, it's like, hey, what, what's going on? How was your day? Oh, I fucking, <laughs> I ate it wherever like twice because you gotta you gotta load up on it. No, you know I mean? and, and I think that totally makes sense. Like, so uh, my ex, she didn't like soy or teriyaki, and I kid you not, the first day I'm back, we're done. I made a stir fry at home. Fuck yeah, you did. That's what you do. But, but it wasn't because I wanted to be like a <clears throat> dick. It was more of just like, this has been missing. Yes. From my cooking. I love to cook, and I was like, mmm, I want a good stir fry. Yep. There you go. Dude, by the way, I made a phenomenal dinner tonight. That picture, like, I thought you were at a restaurant. That looked oh. like That looked good. Dude, it was firecracker chicken. I'll send you the rest. Delicious. Please do. 
It's a that looks like that looks legit. Do you have put the show, throw that shit on Twitter if you haven't? <laughs> like seriously, it looks will, professional. It was a dude. It's Frank's old hot sauce with apple cider vinegar, and you garlic, brown sugar, some other stuff. I can't remember now. You just mix it up. Yeah, make that little sauce. You uh, sear the chicken on each side for like a minute. Then you throw it in the oven. You bake it, so it's a little healthy. Just a little. Okay. Okay. And then you just put a little over sticky white rice. Delicious. Solid. Cooking with Anthony. Hashtag it. I'm um speaking of apple cider vinegar, and I know we're going like a little longer than normal. <clears throat> and no one. Fuck it. We didn't do anything last week, so. Yeah. Well, no one. Literally, no one's going to care about this. That's listening. But. Like, you know, we're talking about barbecue, and I'm a bit of a barbecue aficionado and slash... So before, you, before you continue, can I interject real quick? Yes. So before he goes on about the barbecue, I will vouch as a consumer of it. His barbecue is very good. I'll never forget one night we were having the boys' night at Foots, and we drank a lot, and we shot up his smoker with BB gun. Oh, you were there. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's a very he patchy night barbecue. to me. He cooked some good ass barbecue and it was, we were all loud, annoying. And then once he put the food on the table, so good that no one spoke. Silence. Him. Yeah. Silence. It, all right, continue. Sorry. It's so much better now too. Like I've, I've changed up some things. I, I think, I think I'm right where I need to be with it right now. Um, so yeah, when you come back, we'll, uh, we'll smoke some, uh, some, some pork up. Have a good old time. Then I can't wait. Yeah, man. Cause during the week I'm having... Probably that Friday, I'm bringing my mic. There you go. Podcasting. Shit, yeah. We're just gonna get hammered and do an episode. That works for me. That works for me. No. Um. So, you know, I like I said, I grew up in Virginia, North Carolina, like Eastern Carolina, and that's a very specific barbecue sauce native to the region there. Native, like it's born there. You know what I mean. <clears throat> but it's a you know vinegar based barbecue. It's not this ketchup shit. It's not this mustard shit. It's it's good. Apple cider vinegar is like the base to it, and the reason why cider vinegar is such a big you know item used in barbecue sauce in Eastern Carolina. That's what you know where that originates from. Real quick, there's a little history lesson here. Is when you know on plantations when slaves were given usually pretty rancid bad pieces of meat. And they didn't have a whole lot of great cooking utensils or, you know, methods to cook items. You know, they, they smoked the meat to help, you know, kind of cure it a little bit, but to get rid of, um, you know, a lot of the bad stuff there. And then they would clean the, the pig with vinegar. And that's where, like, that base barbecue sauce came from. Kind of a gross, like, thinking about it. But then the two flavors kind of went together and it became a thing. But um, I'm actually going to start selling my barbecue sauce here soon. Hey, really? Can we, uh, can we put it up on the website? Absolutely. Oh, I'm, so I'm going to put it everywhere. It'll be everywhere. But I'm doing one. We're, uh, Can't wait the blog. It's one of the most excited. I know. We, we, we absolutely, like, Thursday or something, we got to try and get this website Just thing. Just pull figured. the trigger. Max is never going to. No, that's Max fine. I'm not worried about no, that. No, Max is going to listen, and I, he will never send that to you. I know. I know. I, that's fine. I'll write something for him. It'll be great. Yes. And you completely should. fabricated. No <laughs> truth in it. He's the biggest Donald Trump supporter. Take notes. I'm going to tell you what you should. I'll give you some facts. Okay. Uh, good nuggets of information. Okay. 
So Max Lane, four-time All-American, St. Leo University. Yeah. Uh, while he was there, he got a three point nine in economics. Loved, loved the economy. Yep. Uh, youngest officer to achieve uh, captain in the U.S. National Guard. He will serve as a potential advisor for Donald Trump if he gets elected. Mm-hmm. And he's a big Nickelback fan. Loves Nickelback. I do know that. Loves Nickelback. Did you see what Nickelback did? No. I put it on Facebook. I'm glad like I'm glad you I'm glad you didn't see it. Like that was kind of a catch twenty two. Had you said yes, like I'd be a little upset. I, but I saw what Nickelback did. They covered Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. If you don't know the song off the top of your head right now, like pull it up, you'll know it immediately. You know, Don Henley from the Eagles, a little solo career going, writes yeah. this song, it's super eighties. Nickelback covered it and like it's oh my god. Why? I I I tweeted something along the lines of um <laughs> Hey Donald, we're building the wrong wall. Like Nickelback, <laughs> leave our music alone. Fucking Canadians. <laughs> like I love most Canadians I meet. These asshats ruin it for the fucking collective. It's unreal. <sighs> Nickelback. Leave our music alone. Max probably loves that song though. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I gotta mow the yard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny to see. Yeah, You'd be that like a crazy guy, just like, ah, oh, god damn it, he's out there again, just yeah, fucking mowing. What was it? Uh, it'd be 10, uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah, 11 o'clock. No, just yeah. when, when Max said that on our one of our podcasts, let's wrap this up. I got to mow the yard. I'm like, dude, it's like 8.30. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, really? You got headlights on your fucking lawnmower? <laughs> that's that's what you should put in his bio, too. I will. I will. Just, I, I still uh, I haven't mentioned it to him. I got to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to every episode too. I know. So he's gonna hear this, and that's gonna be the first fucking thing he brings up. It is. I'm not even gonna get through the intro, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, foot." No, this is it. I'm not fucking mowing. I'm mowing. not. I'm not talking shit. It <laughs> caught me off guard because where I live, it was dark out, and the like, problem is you're a real son of a bitch because you should have brought it up then. You shouldn't have let him go. You shouldn't. It, we had podcasts. I'm just curious. It's more, it's, it's more, you know, it's like, uh, I'm fucking impressed. I'm fucking impressed. Okay. So the next topic is going to be, what's the cutoff for mowing your lawn? Cause I'm know. curious now. I, I we're going to have this discussion. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Week and Everything Episode 7. Remember to go to iTunes and SoundCloud. Go click that big, beautiful subscribe button and leave a review. Let us know what you think. Get on social media. Tell your friends or fucking don't. Who cares? Delete your Twitter. Uh, become a permanent. <laughs> whatever. We're done. So follow us. <laughs> uh. Just follow us. Uh, I'm at Anthony Biano. Max is at STP to Lawyer. Uh, James is at James C. Foot with an E at the end. We're at WQE Podcast. 
our website will be active. Go go there. Go look at the articles. Interact with us. We are desperate for attention. And um, you know, thank you for listening through this hour and seven minutes of bullshit. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, well, and don't question listening to us. Keep uh, yeah, no, keep listening. No, it'll get I, better. I guarantee you. I promise you. Mark my words, and we're done after this comment. This will be an episode that's the most highly fucking like listened to, downloaded, mm. whatever. Mm, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. You have a great night. It's been our pleasure.